Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Tob's Barbecue is whipping it up on the stove, and they're doing it for breakfast. How about that? Now that is clutch. Tob's Barbecue, they just keep adding, keep innovating. They've been doing it big for 70 years, we know that. But now you can get down there, at least at the South Haven location, and get some breakfast. So perfect idea for me is if you're heading down to Oxford for the game or Memphis has an early kickoff. Great way to mix it up, get some catering, that Toss Barbecue breakfast, the BLTs, the waffles, so many more options at Toss Barbecue for breakfast now. Get over there today. And in this case, it's very important that we as Memphians get down to the South Haven location and get this breakfast because if we do, if we blow it up, basically, then we get it at all Tops locations. So that's the job. You can do a brisket and cream cheese sandwich. you got the more traditional bacon and egg sandwich. They've got the combos, great hash brown, and you will absolutely Love the waffle. It's infused with a maple syrup. Won't get all over your hands as you're driving to work, so it's the perfect breakfast. Tops does it all perfect for breakfast, for lunch, for dinner, whatever it is. Tops Barbecue, 70 years and still smoking. On Mondays, I get on the old big green egg. I get on the grill, and I serve them up fat and juicy for those who are deserving. Let's see who it is this week. Now, it's time for the Jason and John Show. Respect Burgers. Sizzling Respect Burgers, served hot and fresh from Jason and John. Yes, Tua Tungavaloa, you are getting a Respect Burger. The Dolphins trailed by 21 points against the Ravens going into the fourth quarter. Tungavaloa threw for 469 yards and six touchdowns total. Even had Tyreek Tyreek Hill lost count of how many touchdowns he had thrown for. Uh, You saw him at the end of the game. Six? He couldn't believe it was six. I think he lost count. I think he thought... The two or through five, four of those came during the final period, so it would have been easy to lose count, and the Dolphins beat the Ravens 42-38 on Sunday. The seven-yard touchdown pass to Jalen Waddell was the difference. Came with 14 seconds left, and again, Miami had trailed 35-14. 35-14, I'm going to say that again, with 13 minutes left. Uh, the other quarterbacks who have passed for 400 yards and five touchdowns in a game. Forget six. Here's the ones who have just done five and 400. Tom Brady, Mm. Drew Brees, Nick Foles, 
Jared Goff, Peyton Manning, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Ben Roethlisberger, Deshaun Watson. That is an exclusive list, save for Nick Foles, who, and did, Goff, win a, who did win a Super Bowl, respect. by the way. Goff, is, is, Goff got to a Super Bowl, <laughs> though. Yeah, it's a good list except for, like, two of them. Uh, well, it's a Hall of Fame list except for, like, two of them. Yeah, well. The other guys are all basically going to be Hall of Famers. Jared Goff has new life with um, the God of Son, Amon Ra. Amon Ra. Uh, something we'll talk about a little bit later on, though. The Detroit Lions look like they're for real. But this respect burger is for the Miami Dolphins, and particularly for Tua, who has been so doubted, including by yours truly. Uh, thought he was just a dink and dunk quarterback, and maybe he still is. Uh, but what he is doing right now, uh, like our man Mike said in the uh, in the first hour, is getting it to his weapons, realizing, you know what, I don't have to do all the work. I'll let all these fantastic speedy weapons like Tyreek Hill uh, and Waddle do the work. Uh, and they did yesterday. You saw afterwards, we talked about the post-game interview with Tyreek Hill. He was so happy for Tua afterwards. Remember, he got a lot of flack in the offseason for praising Tua, saying he threw a better ball than Mahomes. We're not going to go that far, but afterwards he was like, you better get ready to pay this man. Get him a wheelbarrow for the buckets of money he's about to earn. And I don't know after you throw for 469 yards and six touchdowns, how you you fall from that. Doesn't it cement you as the guy? I got to think the Dolphins come out. You know, yes, the rest of the season will be an indicator. He'll still be on uh, in terms of being tested. Uh, he'll still be, I suppose, on being tested. But that said, the money should be coming. Uh, he looked the part yesterday, and Tua certainly deserves the respect. All right, bringing it a little bit closer to home. Last week, Seth Hennigan got a respect burger, and you could give him another one this week for the performance he had, uh, 360 passing yards. But I'm going to give it to somebody else on that Tigers team as part of that win over Arkansas State. It's going to Caden Prescorn, Memphis's tight end. He caught yeah. two touchdowns in that game. Yeah. Uh, but some, and Memphis wrote this too, the most important play might have come on that fourth and five we were talking about after you go down 32-31. John talked about believing in Seth Hennigan that whole time that he was going to keep you in the game, uh, convert when he had to. Well, the guy he converted to on fourth and five was Caden Prescorn. His tight end caught a 17-yard pass to keep that drive alive. Ends up ending in the Ducker touchdown. Again, we talked about Prescorn also had two touchdowns in that game. Six-foot-five tight end now has three touchdowns in the last two games. And he also had, I tweeted about this, a pancake block, if you looked at it, on Seth Hennigan's, I believe it was an eight-yard run there at the end of the first half when Hennigan scored running the ball, and it was Prescorn that was out ahead of him, pancaking his guy. Uh, for a program that's had a history, especially recently, of great tight ends from Magnifico to Dykes, it looks like Caden Prescorn is fitting right in. And here's his story. I'm not sure how, how many of you are familiar with it. Uh, the most diehard Tiger fans, and some others are, but do you know he came here as a walk-on quarterback? Okay. Yeah. Converted to tight end, like we said, 6'5", had just four catches last season. Hell, he's got three touchdowns this year. He's throwing a, game, he's throwing a, a, a touchdown uh, opening blocks. He's, he's, he's converting fourth downs for you, and he's been an absolute uh, revelation for the Tigers. In a year where you're asking who are going to be the playmakers, who are those guys on the edge, well, Caden Prescorn showed you he's a playmaker and then some. Uh, hopefully it continues the success for him. Finally, well, not finally, we got a couple more. Aaron Judge, we're giving it to him. You could probably give him one every week, but he hit 58 and 59 yesterday. He's now just too shy of the American League and Yankees franchise record of 61. He also added a two-run double yesterday in the ninth. Uh, had a four-hit day for the Yankees. He's been an absolute stud all season long. Yankees should have been paid this man. He's now got 59 homers. It's the most in AL history by a right-handed batter. He's got 16 games left to hit the three more to break the record. His 11 multi-homer games are tied for the most all-time. 
in Major League Baseball history with Hank Greenberg, who did his in 1938, and then my man Sammy Sosa, who did it in 1998. That's 11 multi-homer games, including the one yesterday. But here's the thing. He ain't just a slugger. He's going for the triple crown. He leads the major leagues in homers with 59. We said that, but also in RBI with 127. He's also batting 316. Uh, that's just behind Luis Arias of the Minnesota Twins and uh, Xander Bogarts, who's at 316. They're at 317, 316. Like we said, Judge is sitting there at 316 too. So he's only percentage points off on the uh, on the batting title as well. And then the home runs, the other amazing part, was Kyle Schwarber is second in the uh, in the in Major League Baseball with 39 homers. We said Judge has got 59. He's 20 clear of the next best home run hitter in baseball. Aaron Judge having a phenomenal season. Uh, we'll see if his career continues with the Yankees or not. There's a bunch of teams mm-hmm. lined up that want to pay that man. And then finally, on the Respect Burger side, uh, you got to give it up for the Las Vegas Aces. For Aja Wilson, who had 11 points, 14 rebounds yesterday. Chelsea Gray, who's absolutely a stud, 20 points. And then Becky Hammond, the coach of this number one seeded Las Vegas Aces squad. They become the first ever major professional sports team yep. to win a championship for Vegas. And I don't know if you saw the pictures yesterday. You, good chance you didn't mm-hmm. because we talked about it. This was all happening on an NFL Sunday. But every hotel on the Strip yesterday, the Las Vegas Strip, celebrated the moment by putting it up in lights. Uh, the Aria had congrats WNBA champions, pictures of this Las, Ve- Las Vegas team. And then Becky Hammond, who we know, spent what, I think it was eight years with Greg Popovich and the San Antonio Spurs, we were thinking and asking the question, would she be the first woman to break through and coach in the NBA? In her inaugural season at 45 years old, she becomes a championship coach with the Las Vegas Aces. She's the first in WNBA history to win a title in her debut season as a head coach. Uh, Becky Hammond, if you've read the story, has been told all of her life she's not good enough. She went undrafted. Uh, despite the fact that she was an All-American in college and what happened after that, she went on to become a six-time WNBA All-Star. Uh, people have told her you shouldn't be on coaching staffs. All she's done is uh, continue to shine, whether that was in the NBA or now the WNBA. And like we said, she took this gig uh, in late December after, yes, spending the last eight years with Greg Popovich, who was uh, at the finals, by the way. I'm not sure if he was there for that final game in Connecticut, but you saw him there to support his former assistant coach. A shout-out to the Las Vegas Aces, number one seeded. They were the favorite. They take care of business. And, uh, yeah, man, my man James Wade in the Chicago Sky just going to have to rebuild next season with the, the Aces we'll having the target on their back. We'll be back. Respect. I think so. Yeah. Um, as far as I'm concerned, who gets this respect dog this week? Lots of candidates, to mm, be honest. Could look in your own backyard. Could look in my Josh own backyard. McDaniels. I could look at uh, – I could look at – I was thinking about the AAC, right, because uh, they named John Reese Plumley the Offensive Player of the Week. Seth Hennigan was named to the honor roll yet again. How does What does Seth got to do to get the actual honor? Well, so let me tell you about John Reese Plumley, right? 25-36, 339 yards and a touchdown, 20 carries, 121 yards and two touchdowns. He ain't beating that. They mm-hmm. picked the right guy. So I was coming in here, I was – I, 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 Last year, I had my paws up, I had my claws out, I was ready to <laughs> jump on them, but I really can't, really can't. Like, you can't pick – yeah, he had a, Lam- he had a, he had a Lamar Jackson-ish uh, type game there. Because yeah. Lamar went over 102 in this game, and this lost. Him. Yeah. Well, this was against Florida Atlantic this weekend. 
Yeah. Florida Atlantic. Yeah, bro. But I mean, you can say the same thing about Arkansas State. Arkansas State. Now I know you hold them in high regard. Well, then you should have gave it to him last week. Who was it last week when he was throwing for four something against you, Navy you, in, a, you're in asking, a conference? You're asking win. too many questions right now, man. I can't go back to last week. We can't. We can't worry about that. I, College Dunn has thrown for almost 800 yards the last two weeks. Yeah, Seth will get it though. Seth will win. He will win. Uh, he will win Player of the Year. So you're not giving it to the AAC. No. Instead, I'm going to give it to. I could give it to the Raiders. I could give it to the Ravens. But there was one NFL franchise that we should have mentioned that we haven't that also blew arguably the most improbable comeback that, that enabled the most improbable comeback. No, not and That was so the Cleveland that. Browns. That one went worse than what you the did. Cleveland what the Ravens Browns. did, was it? Yes, it was. Because mm. the Cleveland Browns were winning by 13 with two minutes left to play. I guess technically from time and score it was worse. They were uh, the Cleveland Browns were ahead, thirty to seventeen, uh, and they ended up losing the game outright at home to Joe Flacco and the Jest. And the worst part is, I don't feel bad for the Browns at all because before the game in their tailgate, I don't know if you saw this picture, but there was like a there was like a uh, one of the one of the tents, one of the booths or whatever. They had a freaking presentation of a mannequin on a table. Saying uh, happy endings are not illegal, with a with a, you know, it's hard it's hard to explain without being very graphic. But uh, it, it's like it's like how could you you know this franchise is 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 poverty. This is a poverty franchise, and I hope they lose every game for the rest of the year until Deshaun Watson comes back, and then I hope they win it they lose every game after he comes back. Um, so they got what they deserved. You have that. I mean, I'll, I'll just show you the picture so you get an idea of what I'm talking about. We're not on you know video here. Yeah, they shouldn't do. No. But that's just that's just piss poor, and, and, and quite frankly, you got so so with that you get what you deserve, which is a loss at home to the New York freaking Jets, bro. Joe Flacco's throwing the ball all over the field on you. How did that happen? You know, Josh McDaniel should be sitting with one here too, and for giving out uh, more disrespect, but can I can I give a disrespect dog to Mike Leach as well? Yeah, I mean he can't beat LSU for whatever reason. I guess he did his first year. His first, his very first year, first game, he knocked off a number six ranked LSU team, but. This was the one you were supposed to win. Mm-hmm. You go into that one and and, and you you lay an egg uh, there even after you had a thirteen zero lead. So I I would give mine to Mike Leach, but again I that's that's a little bit of personal disappointment there as well. Yeah. So uh, anyway, that's uh, that's this week's edition of disrespect dogs and respect burgers. So absolutely, give it up, everybody. Give it up. All right. When we come back, Jason Fitz is going to join us on the other side. We will talk to him about the. Week that was in the NFL, get his thoughts on uh, the Raiders, get his thoughts on the Titans game tonight. Lots to get to. We'll do that next. Stick around. Jason and John. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. FM, ESPN. Jason Fitz is a man who understands my pain. He joins us every single Monday. Catch him on Spain and Fitz. Catch him all over ESPN's digital shows. Joins us now. You know, Fitz, I, I know you're not living the dream today. You're living, no. a, ni- you're, you're living a nightmare. So I'm not even going to ask how you're doing. I mean, here's the, I remember so distinctly when I was a kid, there was a Monday night football game. Uh, Broncos Raiders and the Raiders had a huge lead in the first half and I remember I was like getting all swaggy as a kid and I just remember distinctly John Elway leading the Raiders back on what at the time was a fairly historic Monday night football comeback and it ripped my heart out took me a long time to get over that one I still remember that game to this day that's what yesterday felt like and guys there were so many teams whether you're a Ravens fan whether you're a Browns fan whether you're a Raiders fan you're looking at it and saying, I, the, the one concept I'll never understand is when you hear coaches say, well, we've just got to learn how to win. How did you get to the NFL and you don't know how to win? Like, I just, I, it'll, I'll, never, I'll never understand the concept of taking your foot off the brake. Like, they've all seen too much football to take foot off the gas, I should say. They've all seen too much football to let that happen. Yeah, I wouldn't have, uh, I wouldn't have wasted my energy in the offseason getting so excited about the acquisition of Devontae Adams if I knew this is how Josh McDaniels was going to use him. <laughs> well, and I think what you saw a little bit there, too, is, you know, there, there was a decision, and this is what the Raiders did last year, right? Darren Waller got a ton of looks the first couple of weeks, and then Derek Carr sort of honed in on other people. It felt like yesterday the game plan was, let's just take advantage of our third wide receiver, which is not a great game plan to me when you've got, you know, other wide receivers and a tight end you just paid a ton of money to. Like, I get that Matt Collins might have been your mismatch, but I don't know why you're featuring a guy that's barely in the league when you just spent – uh, all that money on Hunter Renfro, Devontae Adams, and now Darren Waller. It, it made no sense. Josh McDaniels, where are we at two games in, Fitz? No, I, you know what? Here's the thing. Like, I, I, it's only two games, so I want to have some, mm-hmm. some you know, hesitation to, to throw them under the bus. But I will say this. I thought the game plan week one was confusing at times, and the game plan in week two, they got away from what they did well in, in the, the first half. And I watched the Dolphins game a lot yesterday, and I watched Mike McDaniel – uh, go out and, and some of the play calling was just brilliant. The motion and, and what they were doing to put the, the Dolphins in a good situation against pretty good defense, I thought was really impressive. And I went into the Raiders game thinking, wow, I'm going to get to see some of that innovation here. And so far, I don't really think we're seeing it. I mean, I think Josh McDaniels so far seems to believe that having the best players means you'll just simply win the mismatch. It, I, I'm not seeing a lot of creativity yet, so hopefully that changes. 
Yeah, I, uh, I, you know, I, I was saying <clears throat> after week one, after the Denver Broncos lost to Seattle, that it was not too early to fire a coach after week one, and uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm there on uh, McDaniel's almost already too. Um, can the Titans find some magic tonight? No, uh, you know, look, I, I, I'd love to give Titans fans this glorious answer that yeah, everything's good. No, no, the Bills are are great. The Bills aren't good. The Bills are great, and. I think the Bills are just a bad matchup all the way around. The Titans are going to turn out to be really lucky right now because the Colts are hot garbage, so it doesn't matter that the uh, that the Titans are not going to have the start they wanted. But I, I fully expect the Titans not just to get beat tonight, but I, I think the Bills beat them by you know two touchdowns, three touchdowns. There, there's there's so so little identity to what the uh, Titans are going to be able to do that will actually trick the Bills. So now it's again just like hat on hat. And I, I think the Titans' play calling is at best predictable. The Bills know that. We know that. The Bills are going to come in understanding exactly what the Titans are going to try to do, and the better team will win and win handily. I, I, I think it's to be a blowout, y'all. You, you mentioned Dolphins-Ravens. I want to go back to that one real quick. And what, and what Tua did, can, can you, Fitzy, can you have a game like that, 469, six touchdowns, throw, throws four of them in that final period, you know, as dramatic as a win as you'll ever have, can you have a game like that and not be the guy? Did that cement it for Tua yesterday? I I think so. And the other part of it is, like, he didn't have the best early portion Mm -hmm. of that game, right? And he just kept doing his thing. Like, I think what we've forgotten in this conversation is that we talk a lot about Tua, and he doesn't care. You know, like, I I always go back to what his dad uh, taught. His dad taught as an important principle for him at Alabama was the phrase, so what, now what? So, you know, you're here. What are you doing with it? And you know, the number of times even when I was around him uh, with game day and you, you'd hear him say, so what, now what? Like, I genuinely think he's unflappable and he doesn't care about any of the conversation. He's out there doing his thing. So you, you see a team in the Dolphins that played really relaxed. Even when they were down, they didn't look tight. Tua never looked tight. He never looks like he's looking over his shoulder like he hears any of our noise. I think I think is going to be fine because Tua reminds me of Josh Allen in the sense that nobody seems to really care in his camp what any of us think, he's just worried about getting better, and they're going to give him the opportunity to do that. I can't figure out whether Mike McDaniel is a is like a really good coach or if he's like Michael Scott from The Office. Like I'm having, a, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I I can't I haven't been able to the the jury is still very much like. Do you get that? Like I he's either a genius. He might look Michael Scott. I guess was a genius in some ways, but I just can't figure out if you know I can't figure him out yet. He's got a shtick, right? And that shtick wins when it's really funny and guys are likable uh, and, and your team's doing okay. Right. If he loses that game yesterday, uh, to, you know, if he loses that game the way it looked like it was going to be and they lose by, you know, 30 points, uh, are we laughing as hard as the jokes? I don't think so. Like, right, let, let's see how the shtick works if the Dolphins go off the rails. But right now he has this benefit of being like sort of the quirky, dorky, cool coach right. that people, people like talking to. And it's like that. That works, you know. Marcus Freeman can be the coolest coach in the room, but yep. then people start saying, "Wait, Notre yep. Dame's got to win some football games." Yep, you're exactly right. Um, you know, we, we talk about the loaded AFC. Um, <laughs> what are we going to make here? What do we make of of the of the Cincinnati Bengals? They're zero and two. They lost to the Cowboys and Cooper Rush yesterday. What do we make of that? Yeah, they look awful. And like, I, I mean, there's a difference between I can't believe we lost that game, and I think the Ravens can say that today. I can't believe we lost that game. I'm surprised and how well the Browns have played, even though they lost yesterday. And, and even with the Raiders lost, I can say, I can't believe they lost that game. 
you know, if you look at the Bengals, you, you got to look around and say two straight weeks where your quarterback is still getting murdered. Like every single time he drops back, everybody holds their breath. And you just presume that Joe Burrow is going to be Superman. And this year he's not Superman. And this stuff regresses, right? Like you can't take the number of sacks year in and year out and, and expect that level of productivity. You can't uh, get lucky on turnovers and health and expect that to continue year after year after year. And it just, it felt like the Bengals came out flat last week, which is, or yesterday, I should say, which is surprising considering the way they started the season. And it feels like Burrow is still going to be running for his life. Like, I, I, there's a big difference right now in my eye between where the Ravens are and where the Bengals are in that division, even though they both lost yesterday. Do the 49ers climb up in your eyes, <laughs> Fitzy, with, with JG, with Jimmy Garoppolo on the center now? That's the most interesting thing because, yeah, I think he makes him better today, but he doesn't make him better long-term. Right. But now what are you going to do at the end of the year? Like, if Jimmy G goes out in a wide-open NFC and takes your team to the Super Bowl, which I think he's capable of doing on this roster, like, you get to the Super Bowl with Jimmy G, what are you doing? Like, we have no idea if Trey Lance can play. This this only gets more – like, I love the 49ers for having this insurance policy, but this only gets more difficult for them. And then if you are the Colts, is it as simple as you went out and got the wrong guy? Were we all wrong? Look, at it. I, I thought Matt Ryan still had something in the tank. That looked like a perfect marriage. It hasn't looked like it so far. He gets sacked five times, throws three picks. Now, they didn't have any weapons out on the edge, Fitzy, so I'll defend him a little bit, but that does not look like a good situation. Yeah, but how many times, how many status at the quarterback position do most head coaches get? Like, if this was in New York, Frank Reich would have already been fired. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think the interesting part is that Frank Reich was like, no, I can get the best out of Carson Wentz. That's no, true. he couldn't. Well, yep. you know what? I can get the best out of Matt Ryan. Sure doesn't look like it. At, mm-hmm. at some point, we might want to look at the Colts and say, are they in need of organizational change? And I, I think the answer to that is, yeah. Like, if the, if the wheels fall off and the Colts aren't good this year, then what is the, the reason that we keep giving Frank Wright tra- chance That's after chance after chance? Talking to Jason Pitts here on the show. You don't, you don't sound like as sad as I thought you'd sound. Is that just because you're really good at, you know, you, know, you come from the uh, – what, 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 where'd you go to school? What was it called? Yeah, yeah, yeah Juilliard. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah so you're like, a, you're like a trained actor over here. Yeah, no, here's the thing. I, I sat on my couch last night for a solid three hours and didn't say anything to anybody. I just sat there and I stared at the TV and I was like, golly, man. You know, and then this morning I had to start writing my, the, the column that I write for Chalk that's on uh, ESPN.com on Tuesdays where, like, we, you know, we give out buckets of tears. And I'm like, I now have to write that's out right. how I felt about yesterday's game. Like, that's not, mm. you know, not only did the Cardinals win on a scoop and score, but that also pushed the score over the, uh, the game uh, to the over instead of the under. Like, it, it, it's amazing how many ramifications came from that. So I think I've had to deal with it so much over the last few hours that, like, oh, but here's the, the crazy thing. I'm a grown-ass man, and I know I shouldn't care. But, my God, like, I'm not going to be able to watch the NFL Network for the next two days. I, I don't want to see any highlights from this. Like, I'm staying away. Yep. Like, I, yep. I saw first take this morning uh, was on my TV, and I'm like, uh-uh, nope, give me Real Housewives or something. Like, I, yeah. I, it's too soon. I can't watch that. You know, one thing that um, that that betting on sports will do is it, it creates these weird – um, you know, juxtapositions that you find yourself in, right? So, for example, I did have the over in that game yesterday. So I am begging Arizona to convert the two-point conversion, right? Mm. Right? Mm. Like, yeah. that's that's kind of that's the weird, awkward place you find. I'm like, I, well, you know, because I'm like, all right, the Raiders can go to overtime and win it in overtime. Then they, then they, of course, win the toss, and they appear to be on their way to doing that. 
But but you know the rep, my team loses blows the historic lead, but the over hits and that and that bet cash. So it's a very it's a very strange place to be emotionally. So maybe that's the lesson: you shouldn't bet yeah. on on your on any games that your team is playing, regardless of which side you're on. I never touch the Raiders uh, on on Sundays for betting, but I will tell you this: like you need no more proof than what was happening on social media on Saturday between Syracuse and Purdue, because I think those two football teams combined have about six diehard fans. And the number one conversation on Twitter was all about the end of that game because the last play gave Syracuse the win. They get the cover. They get the over all in one play. And so it, it is It is amazing what sports gambling has done for the way all of us sit here and just watch games on the weekend. Hey, at, wow. least, at least Vegas has got the aces, right, Fitzy? And the, the world champions. I already ordered. I've got three different hoodies on the way so far. So there's no, never too many things that say uh, WNBA champions. Could be more proud, by the way. Like I think that's the model for uh, you know for Vegas. You got a bunch of superstar players, a superstar coach playing an exci- exciting style of basketball. Like that's an absolute home run. But also, I, I think through this process, the w- WNBA has legitimately got, legitimately gotten themselves a new franchise that they could call like one of the greats one of the pillars of the league like seattle is a pillar of the league chicago is a pillar of the league i think vegas has proven that they have built something they're averaging a little over ten thousand people a game in the playoffs like it it the the crowds are wild yep. the celebrity star power is wild the, the aces are onto something sustainable so i got one last request of the WNBA. can we get the games where they're not on nfl days fitzy i think three of the four finals games were on either Sundays or that Thursday night football. It felt like yesterday was sort of sort of buried under a list of NFL scores. Unfortunately, yeah, it's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. I mean, I yeah. as a, as somebody that is out here as a proponent of the league, constantly saying, "Pay attention to it. Let's tell great stories about it." There's compelling action happening. I'm sitting here all the time trying to give the WNBA credit, and it, it was alarming to me because they played less than an hour from my house on Sunday. But if I was going to go to that game to watch them try and win, I went on Thursday. If I was going to go on Sunday, then that meant I couldn't watch any of the football games I have to be able to talk about. And, like, so I had to make the business decision not to go to the Aces game. And I just, like, why you would put yourself in that situation where, at best, you're the – you know, 15th, 16th option for people to watch that yep. day, it makes zero sense to me. It's a, it's a look ahead, but uh, I, I do have to ask, um, uh, two 0-2 teams most likely meeting in Nashville mm. next weekend, right? I don't think we, we will not talk un- until after. Um, two desperate teams. What do you think about this one? Uh, the loser's completely done for the year. You can't you can't be 0-3 in the AFC and get out of it. <laughs> it's going to be hard to get out of 0-2. Uh, I don't think you can be 0-3 and get out of it, but here's the thing. I don't think the Titans are as good defensively this year as they were last year, and the Titans don't present a lot of offensive weapons that are a threat. The Raiders so far struggle when it comes to getting home to the quarterback because they can't seem to get their hands on mobile quarterbacks. Justin Herbert avoided a bunch of sacks. Kyler Murray avoided a bunch of sacks. That is not Ryan Tannehill. He's not immobile, but he's not mobile to that level. I think the Raiders win that game. I hope so, man. I hope so. Y'all better. Fitz, you're the best, dude. Appreciate Thank you, the time, Fitz. Have as a great always. week, brother. Appreciate you guys. Have a good week. Yep. He is Jason Fitz. Joins us every single Monday here on the show. Um, <clears throat> on Sundays on Instagram, right before the game start, uh, he, he does what he calls Fitz Sips, which is uh, that Charles Woodson whiskey. And he, he takes uh, five, five shots, and he has a take for each shot. Or, no, I guess it's not a shot, but a sip. I would just drink the whole bottle after yesterday. Save, save some for after next week. I, after. Hope, it's, I hope it's a celebratory 
No, no, no. Save some for 0-3. It's a, it's a, well, there is, you're right. The Titans are going to be 0-3. They're going to have to uh, reconcile with that. But, uh, man, that was, uh, that was a tough one. That was a brutal one yesterday. There ain't no doubt about it. All right, we'll come back. Jason to John. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co. That's what you'll say when you see Chris McCauley walk up. Damn. Who is that? Well, he's here to fix your roof. Yeah, he's a, he's, he's a big, strong, buff yes, man. he is. All right? He works on that. Say that about his physique. Yeah, and you'll say it about his job, about the job he does with your roof. Say, damn, I didn't know it could look that nice. Also, like, he'll do any project around the house, right? Entertainment centers, he's installed those. He's done renovations on bathrooms, kitchens. He is the best in town for whatever you got going on at your house. When he comes up and when he comes over, let him know you heard about him on the Jason and John Show. He's going to throw in a free roof and upgrade. Here's how you get him to come over. Call him, 901-487-7096. I'll slow down so you can lock it into your phone. 901-487-7096 because we're all going to have a issue with our roof at some point or another now or down the road as a homeowner. Renovation questions as well. As well. Want to build that entertainment center. Build out that patio. Build out that upstairs. Chris McCauley, the team to call, but the most popular roofing company. Got a ton of five-star reviews on Facebook. You can check them out for yourself. Check out the website. We encourage that. McCulleyRoofingLLC.com It's McCulley Roofing and Renovation. What a week it was uh, in the NFL. Are you with me on Mike McDaniel, by the way, or am I on an island here in terms of, you know, what to make of him? Like, I saw the postgame speech, right, where he's, you know, he just— They took me literally. Is that what he said? Yeah, he said he wanted to face some adversity. Yeah, exactly. And my players took me literally. Right, like he— No, he's a, he's a weirdo. He's a geek. He's a computer geek. Is that what he is? But there might be— there. 
there may be a place in this NFL for even those well, guys. Well, yeah, it's not, I, I have no problem with that. Like, you know, you are who you are on some level, right? Um, but I would just, you know, I just kind of feel like it, it is so true what Fitz said. It's funny and, 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 and cute and all that when they're 2-0. If they were 0-2, I think the patience would run out pretty fast for him. But they're, they're you don't. They're a team that's closer to being contender than than a team that's going to be a flop. Like he's been fantastic so far. Is he overdoing it a little bit with the car and the, the yeah. orange tinted sunglasses? Probably so. <laughs> yeah, Probably he, so. He couldn't. He was like trying to figure out how to lock his car. Well, and the the, the thing with the orange tinted sunglasses it tells me like you're a guy who wants to be like you're trying to draw attention. Yeah. Most NFL coaches are trying to trying to push it away. So we'll see. We'll see. I, again, I, I will be interested in sort of his leadership when things do go a little south. Yeah. Um, the the news of the day. Well, there was actually a couple of things that I wanted to touch on for Memphis basketball. Um, there was like a ranking of freaks, you know, like athletic freaks uh, in college basketball. And I forgive me, I can't remember which outlet put them out. But at number, there were two Tigers featured, believe it or not, on this list of like twenty five, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of freaks, one is my man Ko. He was number one. He was the number one freakiest player in college basketball this year. Uh, which I am excited about this season, of course. I always love college basketball. Number one. Yeah, our man K.O. is number one, which makes sense. You look at him, he's, he's you know, 6'10", 6'11", and he can jump the way he can jump. Um, he's going to be Grab a factor. the top of the backboard. Now, at, thir- at number 13, they had Kendrick Davis. Yeah, they had 13. Now, is that just because he's small and he can fill it up? Like, I, I, w- I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say... You know, no, I don't think of Kendrick Davis as a freak. I mean, I think of, I think of him as a great college basketball player. Of course, you know, right. but I don't necessarily know if anything he does is freaky. But you know, that's it's one person's opinion. The Tigers got two very freaky, deaky players. Not even. I mean, not even like going to the basket, super athletic. Right? No, he's not Kendrick even. That's not his game. Super effective, super talented. But I, I would freaky is not a category. It was I would it was in. freaky what he did to our man Tyler Harris in that in that first half. There's no no question about that. Like, we're not talking about that. It's like you and the Raiders. That, this is new season. Really, no reason to talk about that. Tyler's moved on. Well, Kendrick's here now. You know, we're seeing Tyler twice. What he did as a Mustang. We're seeing Tyler twice. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. I'm very, very excited about both meetings, and especially the one here. And my my goal is just to make sure that Tyler's on on Kendrick. Right. I hope Tyler has 45 points in an L. You know what I'm saying? My my thing. I, my hope for Tyler is that Memphis honors him with a plaque and the jersey thing that you typically get at your senior night that Tyler did not get. Right. Alex Lomax got last year. Yep. What, th- 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 and from my record, it would be the first time I'd ever seen it from an opposing player. Sure. But in this case, it makes all the sense yeah. in the world. He didn't get to get it last year. Yep. You know, he goes down to South Florida. You're going to get him twice, including one here. It makes all the sense in the world to honor him that night and let let the Memphis fans, you know, shower him with a little bit of adulation. No, I, I think that's definitely – a way to handle it, man. Yeah, because, I, I, you know, nobody knows how the what the future holds, right? You don't know if you're going to be there, if you're going to – you know, he, we couldn't – he planned to be back at Memphis. You know, he didn't plan to transfer. And, and, my, and it wasn't just some yeah. walk-on who's at the end of the bench either. No doubt. Tyler was huge for you last year again, and, and especially Cincinnati, in, that, in you know? Tulsa where you turned yep, the season Tulsa, around, absolutely. turned the whole thing around. Tyler was big in that game too, so clearly the 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 kid deserves it. I'm just hopeful that even as an opponent, Memphis still thinks it's it's suited, you know, that it's suitable to do it on that night. I I think it would make a lot of sense. Yeah, no, and I, I know it would be appreciated by by the Harris by Tyler and the Harris family. Yeah, that's absolutely fair. Yeah, because um, again, when the choice is not yours, right? Correct. Different. 
yeah, different. And so I think that is, you know, whether or not Memphis will do it. And it, any ill will for going to Iowa State, right, should be gone sure. because of what he came back yeah. to and the role he was willing to play and yeah. what he did in that role once he was there. So yeah, it, it, this w- seems like a no-brainer to me. Yeah, we, like you're not doing it for Landers Nolly, right? Landers Nolly is not going to come back to Memphis and get, you know, this this ceremony of oh well you know the other uh, Tyler's a Memphis kid yeah and, and, who, who meant a great deal when you yeah, got him right with hundred percent so it's he's paid like, his dues when he, I he, when I think about the beginning of the Memphis basketball era under Penny Hardaway the first um, you know indication was that picture with Alo and him and Penny at the East High School game at the East Cordova game. I remember when that picture got posted. It was like I want to tell you that was like regional. It was postseason. Yeah. Okay. It was like here we go. This is it. Like the, mm-hmm. like Penny posted it, and it was sort of like an announcement of sorts. Tubby had not been fired yet, but there were starts. There were there were lots of rumblings, and the reason why people wanted the change was because so that Memphis could get one of Alo or Tyler Hare. They ended up getting both, right? Yep. But Tubby was not going to get either of those guys. And so that's why there was such urgency, along with the 2019 recruiting class, right? But, yeah, I would like to see that. Tyler's kind of a freaky player. I mean, he's 5'9", can dunk, you know? His vertical's over 40 inches now. I would say Tyler Harris is freakier than than Kendrick Davis. Most definitely. We're talking about from an athletic standpoint. Yeah, like just from a pure athletic ability, Mm -hmm. you know, when you just go pound for pound. I mean, Kendrick Davis, again, great player. Tyler jumps out the gym for his size. That's more what I was thinking when we say freak. Yes. Right? Spud Webb was a freak because yes. of the jumping ability at that size. That's yes. Tyler's got a lot of that in him. All right, so um, on to the NFL tonight. Uh, doubleheader, two games, two predictions. How did the Titans win this game? Like, what, is it, what does it look like if the Tennessee Titans – are victorious. Well, Derrick Henry's having a big game, and I, I don't know why he would because, again, you got to figure <laughs> he's going to be the focus of the Bills' defense after what he did to him last year. Uh, and then on defensively, I said it, Jeffrey Simmons is going to have to be a game-changer uh-huh. on that line, uh, get the Bills' offensive plan out of whack because right now uh, everything they do when it comes to execution, it gets done. That's the issue for the Bills. you got to make something not happen. The way you do that is Jeffrey Simmons getting a whole bunch of pressure. Now, whether he can do that remains to be seen. Not, It doesn't help that Christian Fulton's out of this game. You're already down Harold Landry in terms of one of your sack guys. So, mm-hmm. again, we've, we've seen the Titans in these spots before where he says, man, look bad. They've stepped up and play well. But still going to be a tough task to ask them to go go win this one yeah, as, I agree. as a double-digit underdog. I mean, I think Josh, gonna be 0 Josh Allen would have to get concussed, I, I think, for this to be a win for the Tennessee Titans. Um, and how about Minnesota? I think this is a sneaky, great matchup. Um, it's not sexy because neither one of these teams has accomplished much of anything in the postseason in recent history. But I really do. Like, I think both teams have the ingredients to make real runs in the NFL. I think Minnesota could do it behind Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook. And I think the Philadelphia Eagles could be in the conversation if what we saw in week one against the Lions was real, right? Was that about the Eagles or was that about the Lions? Lions did get the win. I was promised Amon Ross St. Brown love by you. Uh, very impressive. Your team has not won your fantasy team. But we ain't yes. talking about that. We're talking but, about you, but, when, we, when we brought up no. Amon Ross, you said you got something for me later on him. I mean, and I, it just never. No, I don't, I don't know. I think you mistook that. Okay. No. So no, yeah, you misheard that. Okay, well maybe that was just what like I wanted you to say. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I think no, that's you, what I wanted you, you to say. You're dreaming, bro. You realize in the last eight games of his career, by the way, like he scored a touchdown, like it, like it's crazy. He scores a touchdown every single week. He's up there, man. Yeah, Detroit's coming on. Yeah, they're. I, got, they're, I tip my cap. Well, I was talking about somebody. I was talking about this somebody yesterday. Like they are a quarterback away, 
right? Like if they get like a like an upgrade over over Goff, they got DeAndre Swift, yeah. they've got Amon Ross St. Brown, yeah. they drafted Jameson Williams, they've got Jamal Williams as a backup, they got Hawkinson as tight end. Mm-hmm. You know, if they got like a real quarterback in there that was you know n- not Jared Goff, because your ceiling is l- limited with him. He is what he is. If you got a real one in there, they could they could. I don't know what what's the back half of that. They could what they could make the playoffs. That's what I'll that's what I'll say. I think maybe there's a possibility they make the playoffs with golf, John. Maybe maybe you're right. Man made a Super Bowl. Um, how do you see this one going, Minnesota and Philly? Um, matchup two of maybe two of the, well, definitely two of the best receivers mm-hmm. in the game right now, Justin Jefferson, and AJ Brown. I don't know. I think it, it all sorts of depends on Jalen Hurts and whether Minnesota is able to get the kind of pressure on him that they were on Aaron Rodgers that first week. Minnesota yep. looks like defensively it might be back. Because they'd had a little bit of a letdown last year. We'll see. It's small sample size. You know, obviously that was a Green Bay team where Aaron's not getting any preseason reps. But yep. they were impressive week one on that side. Want to see if they can do that again against Philly. If they can, you know, Hurts could be running around quite a bit here. This is this is a this is a good matchup, and maybe again the winner is, you know, one of the true contenders in the NFC. Absolutely. Uh, agree totally. Uh, should be a great night. Should be a great night of, of football on Monday night. It's going to do it for us today. Thanks, of course, to Jason Fitz for joining us. Thanks to Mike Wall for hopping on the show as well. What's coming up next? Giannotto and Jeffrey are coming up next. We're going to be breaking down everything from the weekend and more. Don't miss it. For Jason, I'm John. We're gone. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.